It catches my eye as it goes dark. Lights blinking out all at once. Upstairs, downstairs, front porch, snap, like someone hit a master switch. There are a few others like it, little dark voids in the expanse of bright rectangles below. A constellation of houses and restaurants and nightclubs that all look the same from up here. It's the reason Ren's parents bought this house, for the view. The view and the fact that everyone knows just by the neighborhood how much they paid for it. On a clear day, you can see past downtown and almost all the way to the beach from up here. But tonight, the sky is muddy with haze. The skyline looks as if someone has wiped parts of it away. The buildings fading into a brown blur, the furthest ones totally out of sight. It's eerie. I bring my eyes back to the house that just went dark and wish that I could do that right now. Flick off my lights, done for the night. Do not disturb. Instead, I have to turn back around, look straight into the high beams. I don't wanna have this fight. Jessa, his voice is impatient. Are you even listening to me? Of course I'm listening to you, I say, twisting back around. I bring my eyes back to his, resisting the urge to turn away from him again. I hate it when you do that, Ren said when I did it a few seconds ago, his voice sharp and accusing. I tried to laugh, to make light of it, but the sound got caught in my throat. Why is he being so mean? He knows I'm trying. I'm doing the best I can. Neither of us ever says the words anxiety or panic disorder, but he knows. We weren't dating when things were really bad, but the summer after freshman year, right after my mom had the twins, I stopped being able to feel my feet for a couple of weeks and kept tripping over them. I tried to feign clumsiness, but Ren didn't buy it and thought something was really wrong with me. So I told him all about middle school and the panic attacks and the therapy that didn't work and the trophy I got, ha ha, for maladaptive coping techniques and how stress sometimes makes the symptoms come back. Ren exhales, his breath is visible. It's not even about the physical thing, he's saying now. I can deal with the fact that we basically don't hook up. He's all magnanimous, as if he deserves a thank you, a gold star, as if it's even true. We hook up all the time. Then he adds, but we barely ever talk. He makes it sound as if talking is the highest aim of a relationship, which it might be for some people, but not for Ren. Talking is overrated, he whispered right before he kissed me for the first time, two years and two months ago, exactly, on Halloween freshman year. I want more, he tells me now. I need more, connection, depth. He runs his hands through his hair. I can't do this surface crap anymore, Jessa. It's not enough. My throat constricts. 
It's like something is squeezing it. Where is this even coming from? Somewhere, deeper, in a room I don't go to. There are answers I don't want. I reach for a strand of my hair and start twirling. Here I go down Circle Road, strong and hopeful-hearted, through the dust and wind up just exactly where I started. Here I go down Circle Road, strong and hopeful-hearted, through the dust and wind up just exactly where I started.